we welcome you into the Good Grief Podcast from the O'Connell Family Funeral Homes. Along with Michael O'Connell, I'm Pete Wagner. And first, before we go, this song that's rolling underneath us is so appropriate to this podcast, and it's become a little iconic in my words. Uh, Mike, uh, what made you choose Spirit in the Sky? Because it's not how great and, uh, or amazing grace. So no offense, <laughs> pastors. I Please don't be offended by that. Um, but it just... It symbolized, even 10, 15 years ago, the change that you could have a, um, I don't want to call it a secular song, but a song like that that could be at a funeral that would be something unique and different that captures a little bit of the essence of a person. And so it just kind of stuck. I know we're going to talk about personalization, but that's kind of where this is going a little bit. So let's go here for a second to the music part of it. It seemed as though things were, were so somber because... It is loss, and I get all of that. But you mentioned something very important, the person. How has that been able, in your world of change, how has the personalization of the actual ceremony, service, however we refer to it, how much has that evolved and is now reflecting the individual uh, who we're celebrating? Well, okay, so let's go back in time. Let's go back 19 years. Um, To be honest, that's when life changed for me immensely. That's where life changed for the funeral home um, when my brother was killed. And I I bring that in, um, not because of the event, but because of my response to it. So I thought we did a great job before that, you know, and and personalized at before that point, Pete was just, does your mom like um, roses or daisies? And you know, different things like that. And when my brother died, you know, I took care of that funeral. There was nobody else that was going to do that. That was just something I had to do for myself and something I knew I could give tribute to Dan. Was it hard? Hell yeah. And that's what I always tell people, that none of this is easy. But I got to walk away from that saying that I gave him one of the greatest tributes that I've ever been part of. And he had, yes, he had a lot of different things that we could gravitate to, whether it was the ambulance or the pepper fest, being a great dad, husband, all of that. And so we did have that. We had, we had you know, I think a thousand uh, you know, people from emergency services there. We had over 100 vehicles, uh, fire, ambulance, police, and one helicopter that did a flyover immediately wow. over the cemetery. It was fantastic. Really? And it just, it gave me chills. And I'm going to be perfectly honest that I try to think of everything, Pete, that would be unique, that would be meaningful to Jenny and the kids, to the staff. You know, uh, I should say staff. It was just dad and I at that time. Um, but, the, you know, the greater community. And what you realize when you do that is you're paying tribute to these people, but you're also helping the family. If this was about a, a, a circus truck and... and Clowns and all that, that's not, that's not the purpose. We're not looking to put on a show. We are aiming to create a, that, that space that helps recognize somebody and celebrates their life. And so after Dan's funeral, I just thought back and I thought, why am I not having this same passion, because that's the right word, for everybody? And so I do. We do. Um, no, not everybody's open for that. Some people will tell me today, you know, I no no uh, offense taken, Mike, but you know all these people that their obituaries two pages long, or they they have all these picture boards out. You know that's just overkill. 
that's fine. You know what? Um, their response is how they want it. My job, our job is to educate and let people know what they can do because you just experienced it, Pete. Uh, you went through it. You don't know what you don't know. And so we try to sit there and think about, you know, if this was my mom, dad, brother, sister, son, daughter, what would I do? And that's the guiding force. Um, and, and it's worked out perfectly. It, it, uh, some people, you know, are a little leery, not going to lie. And then I'll say, can I come over to your house? And then they look at me like, oh boy. And when I get there, there's no, it, it's just the greatest feeling, Pete, when you look at them and you see the light bulb go on. Because it yeah. is, there's a light bulb that goes off mm -hmm. that they get it. Yeah. And next thing you know, they're, they're bringing you stuff going, can we put this picture out? Mm -hmm. Um, dad's toolbox, uh, you know, he always would fix the, you know, whatever it may be. And so then they get it. And then it's just like, you're doing it together as a team. I just love it. And I always go back to people say, how do you do what you do? And that's how we do it. That's fuels our tanks, period. Uh, that's really incredible to hear that it was through personal experience that afforded you to incorporate this into the future with your your customers and people that come through the door and you know from a personalization perspective there's a number of topics we're going to talk about here and with two parents who were totally different without knowing what this was it was personalized for each to whom they were and to how they should be remembered slash celebrated in my opinion so one of the things was you have a veteran uh, either a, a male or a female in, in the house. And uh, how can the mil military portion of this be incorporated into a service or celebration? Well, can I, can I just toot my horn for one time, Pete, just yeah, for a second? Please. Okay. Uh, so after Dan's funeral, and then we had a family come in, Curly the Clown. And Curly the Clown, um, he was a local named Bob Barron's. Um, and... Um, Bob was one of the founders of the Shrine Clown Club in St. Paul. And when we talked about the funeral, I said, well, I think it'd be great if Bob could be in Curly the Clown, huh? And they looked and they went, uh, I don't think so. I think that's probably a little bit, uh, probably a little bit overkill. And uh, anyway, you know, he, uh, he wasn't a military, he wasn't a policeman or a fireman. I, I don't think that'd be appropriate. I said, you know what, you're absolutely right. All your dad did is make kids that were sitting in children's hospitals smile. Yeah. And then he looked at me and they went, when do you want us to bring it in? And so we had a funeral where Curly the Clown was in his, his uh, completed tire, makeup and all. And his casket bearers were clowns. And the clown uh, Clypey truck led the procession. And that made national news. And so they asked us to go on the morning talk shows out in New York. Wow. To talk about how to personalize funerals because at that point it was a grassroots effort by the National Funeral Directors Association. I remember Tony Randall, uh, the actor, was, was part of the spokesman. And so we sat with him on the morning talk shows and talked about funerals and Bob's funeral and Dan's. And it was just, uh, it was awesome. And that's kind of what started it. And so... We look at lives, and some of them are real easy, Pete, like you mentioned, a veteran. Okay, well, veterans are, there's some easy, low-picking fruit, and a veteran's one of them. Well, we can have military honors. 
we can have the the flag folded and presented. And we can have a casket that's, we had a veteran once that he was an airplane, uh, a pilot for the Air Force and his casket was Air Force planes flying over. Uh, It was, I'd call it almost a wrapper on the casket. It was incredible. It was, I mean, the family was in awe. And, or there's caskets with corners. There's urns that can have, uh, you know, when you think of uh, the panel they wear on their shirts with the the decorations Mm -hmm. and the, um, the Marines have their own uh, certain certain one different from the Army, Navy, and Air Force and Coast Guard. So those to me are, are low-hanging fruit. We could take it steps further and say, well, you've got the Patriot Riders. We've got logos to put on the hearse. We've got flags. Um, and coincidentally, for every veteran, we, we cremate, we drape their body in uh, a tattered flag as a means to dispose of that flag and honoring the veteran. So low-hanging fruit, easy ones, firemen, um, have a fire truck as the hearse. You have firemen in their uh, regalia, and um, I've been blessed and fortunate. I was a member of the Hudson Fire Department. I've got many friends. Uh, my closest friends came from there, and along with Hudson Ambulance. And, and so when we've done funerals with firemen, we have um, played burning down the house at all the funerals. It's almost become kind of an I. You had said iconic song initially. That's almost symbolize their little community. Yeah. And now that's um, you know flowed over into the Baldwin United Fire. We've done um, unfortunately a couple of funerals with them as well. And now when something happens, we have members from all these departments and we meet and we go over it. And again, having one step in that I've known um, how this works and and how the structure works, we can create some phenomenal funerals. And it's just wonderful. And so, again, there's police. Same with the police. Um, you can have, you know, the casket or the urn brought out to a salute. And there's just some things that are just so fun and easy to do. And I say fun not to be disrespectful, but when you get full range to be able to personalize this, this person, it's awesome. And then we get into the flowers. Uh, th- there's so many things that occur with that that we, we, we see. Can you personalize something like that? I mean, or is it pretty much you get your, your selections and your role? Oh, our friends at the flower shops know that uh, when we ask for something special, that kind of gets them you know, giddy up and, and they enjoy it too because you can take a, a pair of cowboy boots. Uh, you can fill them with, with flowers. Uh, heck, you could make those an urn. And so uh, the Hudson Flower Shop or Pearson's or different, you know, florist, bald and greenhouse, they've done some phenomenal jobs with, with fishing, with outdoor stuff. Um, you know, you're, you're a hunter and mm-hmm. we can have the casket or the urn wrapped in camel. And it, it's so neat that um, they'll take antlers and they will um, put them into the arrangements. Um, and, and some of the items, they just don't have maybe a, a war chest of, you know, fake, uh, fake, you know, antlers or fishing lures. These are coming from the family. So now you've also connected that. So it's meaningful because it's symbolizing what they love to do. But now you've taken that next step and it's their lures. It's their antlers. It's their fishing items or poles. Um, yeah, so it just is super great. It just it's it comes all rounded, and you know they've they've done for years. 
if you think of it, the Catholic Church, they used to make rosaries out of flowers, and we used to drape those in the wow. casket. So this isn't something new. It's just something that's gotten some wheels several decades ago. And we're, I want to say capitalizing, but we're sure making you know, every attempt to let families know what they can and, and uh, could do. How about the sportos? What do you do with the sports fans? Well, we've had people take cremains. I mean, there's a ton of them, right? I mean... Oh, yeah. Um, you know, that's... Uh, you, you, we've had uh, Green Bay Packer caskets. We've had Packer urns. We've had the Wisconsin Badger um, Camp Randall wrapped around urns. Does the Packer theme outweigh the Badger theme, or is it 50-50, in your opinion? That's a great question. I would say it's 50-50. Really? Because the Badger base is, if you have someone that's been in the Madison area, I mean, you go for miles and everybody's wearing red on Saturday, and yet the Packers, there's just a ton of Packer fans. Um, you rarely see, Pete, uh, Minnesota fans claim that they're Viking fans, though. Um, I think there's some shame <laughs> I've never heard that. of it. But if you think of it, think of it this way, Pete, that Viking fans are experts in grief because all they know about is loss. Uh, well, that's one I can, yeah, I yeah. can confirm. Yeah, confirm. okay. Or, or you just become numb. And, I, you know, and, and, True. You know, indifference is scary. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's very interesting. So you, you were mentioning that that some people have um, scattered on Lambeau Field. They have. You know, before, I've heard the stories of one, one family talked about that they quietly were walking on a tour and they had it and they shook it out real quick on their tour. And then the security guard came back and said, what was that that just fell out of your pocket? And then they were like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, what is this? This looks like cremains. And, you know, that was years ago. But now I, my understanding is they even have a means to do that. So people would sneak it. Yep. Now they're cool with it. Yeah. So, okay, I get asked that a lot. Is that legal? Yeah. All right. So here's my answer, Pete. If the car outside is doing 26 and a 25, are they speeding? Yeah. Are they going to get pulled over? No. Okay. Okay. Now you can't, the same idea, you can't bring a finger and leave it at Lambeau because that would be inappropriate. Right? Because it's, yeah. Even that if it's a... Makes a com complete yeah. sense. Um, how about, uh, we've seen the hockey sticks uh, as a casket goes through kind of on the arching thing. Um, yeah. Or how about jerseys, colors, and memorabilia? Does that play in ever? Oh, um, you look at obituaries and probably one out of every 20 says, you know, wear your favorite jersey or wear Packer colors or wear, you know, whatever that team may be just out of solidarity. So absolutely. Um, in, in sports is like the veterans to be honest. It's low hanging fruit for us to grab onto. Well, and for some people, it's just a huge part of um, their enjoyment in life. And, and that's was a big part of their celebration. Uh, how about um, making it more customizable or I'd say traditional or, or unique. And there's a number of things that I'm sure you're going to talk about here from the food to the music uh, to everything else uh, that would be a part of this part of it. But it, if you want something to stand out to really reflect the individual, how can you make it unique through these other components? It's, it's something that we can't prepare for. Um, and what I mean by that is we always have one foot in, one foot out when we're making arrangements because our mind, we got part of our mind, our creative mind is constantly spinning as to what we can do different. And again, that low hanging fruit of flowers, is there a specific color 
Bells of Ireland for if you were Irish or some people have, you know, there's the cancer awareness uh, loops, if you will. So those are easy things. Food. You know, yeah. again, we've been doing that one for a while, but you can personalize by having food at a visitation or a funeral. We had a f- uh, funeral lunch on Monday and we had exactly what his favorite food was. The scalped potatoes with ham chunks in it. Oh. And Where's my hungry? advice? Yeah, right? Yeah. I am hungry, actually. Um, and, and so we've been doing that a long time. Now, food plays a couple roles. Everything has, you know, got some tentacles elsewhere, but... Food can be personalized because that's what their favorite food was. Or we, we share the recipe of grandma's chocolate chip cookies. However, it it's usually doesn't taste the same because it's not from grandma. And she's got that just little touch to it. Um, True. But it also, when people come, uh, food, water, coffee gives them a little comfort. Because mm-hmm. there's apprehension that everybody has when they come to the funeral home. And so that's why when families come in or somebody visiting, we say, can we get you a cup of coffee? Because it gives you something to clutch and that comfort. Uh, people don't know what to say or what, the, you know, what to do. But then they you know, have a little meat and cheese tray or they see these memorabilia out and it drops their anxiety levels immensely. How about uh, merchandise that you can select in terms of, you, know, you, have, to, you have to purchase things that are a part of this. How can you personalize those things? Easily. So merchandise, is the word you use too, is just, it's very simple, is caskets can be created wood or metal that ties into, you know, a passion that someone loved. We've had, you know, grandmas that loved sewing and made so many afghans. We've had the front, you know, the casket outlined in, in quilts. We've had that hunter that loved hunting that the casket was, outlined in camel attire. So yeah. they're the, the lining of the caskets are camel or they're Afghans or different things like that. You know, you've had the flag over the casket. So the, the merchandise plays, a, it used to be 20 years ago, that played the biggest role because that's how we could personalize. But now it almost plays a smaller role because it's more of the experience we're handing out. We're, we're in the casket corners or the urn with the um the marines their their logo is playing just a, a a part of a role but it's that it's that that whole experience that when you come in and maybe it's a smell maybe it's cookies maybe it's popcorn whatever it may be be we set that tone right off the bat it could be music when you walk in and you hear norman greenbaum's song or burn it down the house or you know, maybe it's classical music or church hymns. We're trying to capture that essence right when you hit the doors and hit those senses because it's about the experience. And so, you know, the cards, you know, 20 years ago, we'd have those little memorial folders and those memorial folders would inevitably have a church window on it or they'd have, I don't know, a woods picture, cabin and they did, its, they did its time, but we're creating so many unique ones now. We rarely use those. They're all custom. They capture the essence. And, and to be honest, Pete, when, when I make an arrangement, I always show my moms because it is classic of, of what we're trying to get at. The backdrop on the, the, um, the front page is uh, Dan's Garden. And it's got her name. It's got a puzzle she put together um, lately uh, before she died. 
And in the back, it's got lilacs, which were her favorite flowers, and other pictures that captured her essence and her character. And so, again, when somebody comes in, we give them that. And then they hopefully walk into this experience. And, you know, again, getting back to it is we don't know what we're going to do until we're in those arrangements. And again, it's not we're not paying attention, but part of us is thinking about already, how could this visitation look? Some people are artists and we take our pictures down and put their pictures up. We've mounted um, deer heads on the walls. People say, well, how are you gonna do that? And I'm like, I'm just gonna put a hole in the wall. And they said, you do that? Yeah, I said, that's what drywalls are patches for. So we'll do anything and we can. Uh, we had a taxidermy that we probably had 20 different animals hanging on the wall from every different species. No way. It was really cool. Wow. It's cool. Wow. And, and people walk away, Pete, and they go, we just had a funeral um, this past week, and they said that was the most beautiful service they've ever been to because there was a there was a balance of eulogies. We had a butterfly release because he was big into butterflies. We had a great meal. And the experience they walked away it was just that it was one of the best things they've ever been part of. Wow. That's music to my ears. And that's what, what you ask for. One of the things you have listed here, too, is unique and custom stationary products. Um, I've got a few um, with, with maybe an image of, of, of the person, and then maybe it's the Beatitudes, the Sermon on the Mount, or maybe it's a, a saying or something they did, but I never throw those away, and I, I have them. They might be on a fridge or something, uh, but I, I think that's a really unique way to never lose sight of who and what that person was about. Absolutely, and my cousin Mark died a couple of years ago, and he was part of the um, St. Paul Winter Carnival Bounce Team, and uh, that was one of my pictures. Those of my they bounced my mom in the Pepperfest Parade when she was the uh, um, Grand Chairman, if you will, of the parade, and so it's just a great picture. But they had some uh, buttons they gave away, and one was an energy meter or a fun meter. And I have that out as a constant reminder of what Mark brought to my life. Uh, he brought a lot of fun, and he was just a great, great person. And he died, but his essence lives on in me. And, and those are reminders for us, Pete. Mm-hmm. You know, we sit in this funeral home as a constant reminder of my parents and my brother, Dan. So some of this is um, instantaneous where you walk into, but some of it, like you just talked about, those cards that we give out, Therefore, you know, constant reminders. And like you said, the Beatitudes. Maybe it's it's more of a way of life, too, that somebody, exactly. and not just the like, person. Like that's but, like what I want, yeah. you know, something like that. Yeah, and you look at some, um, I always talked about Al Vanderbroek from town here. He always was just the nicest guy, and he would always thank you for reaching out to him, whether it was business or personal. And he thanked you. Even if you were giving him something to do, he would thank you. Thank you. And he made you feel important. And I have his picture up by my desk as a constant reminder that when I interact with somebody, I say thank you and have a great day and all these. And it's, it's I, I can't believe the amount of people that, that chuckle or they say thank you and because they're not used to it. Uh, well, that's an interesting thing or how to react to that. Um, that, that pretty much covers what we can do within the service or the memorial. Now, when you move on from that and it's over, what are some other things that can be done to remember a loved one? Well, cremation itself has just opened the door to, you know, unlimited 
unique opportunities as a spin-off of the traditional funeral. And, you know, we can still have a traditional funeral with viewing and such, which that'll be its own podcast about the meaning of viewing. But um, with cremains, it's so, it is so much evolved that you can take cremains and peach, you can make a diamond out of them. And it's not a fake diamond. It's not zirconium. It's a real diamond because diamonds are all what? They're all carbon. That's what cremains are. So they take they take cremains, and I still don't understand how this works because they take cremains that are, you know, the dusty, um, sandy-looking type of material, and they refine it, refine it, refine it, refine it. And I don't know if it's a year or what it is. Then you get a diamond back with a certain cutter clarity. Whoa. And when you hear all this about um, blood diamonds, and, you know, that's a serious problem of, of um, you know, different countries that are abusing human rights and all that to get diamonds. Here's one way that you can get a real diamond. And again, you're not going to get it at Walmart, no offense, but these are real diamonds with clarity and you can say how big carrots you want it. It's amazing. We've taken now... How much does that process cost, you think? Oh, it's... Well, how much is a regular diamond? So oh, is it around... I mean... It could be 10000 Wow. Or it could be a couple, a couple Depends thousand. Depends upon what you're doing. But so, so, so think about a diamond. That's, oh, wow. That's amazing. Did not know you could do that. Yeah. So for some of those that maybe are, are tight, and uh, now they can be spun tight in, into a diamond and, and get value out of them, I guess. <laughs> um, another thing that's really is evolved here recently is you can take cremains, process it again into a ink additive for tattoos. Can't believe that. And... Um, Lori Christofferson um, lost her son this past year and she's got some tattoos and she did it. And I saw a post not too long ago that she was sharing their tattoos and different experiences with TJ and it was just, uh, JT, excuse me, it was just awesome. And um, so again, there has meaning and it has a continual effect on her. And that to me is just heartwarming. You can also take, you know, when cremation started, you can take cremains and you can put those in little lockets and you can take thumbprints and have those as keepsakes too. I always tell people I got a Zippo lighter when my mom died, not because I smoke, but because I started bonfires. And my mom loved the cabin and different things. And so I've got a way to remember her. We've done pocket stones, which is simply a glass um, disc that has a picture on it. And I had that when Dan was killed. And I tell you what, if I didn't have that on me, Pete, I felt like I was, uh, I was Superman when I had it. And if I didn't have it, yeah. I felt like kryptonite. So, wow. yeah. Wow. You can also take flowers from the funeral and turn those into beads that can be made for jewelry. Or for Catholics, it could be made for um, rosaries. And again, it just is amazing what we do with cremates. Um, local artists can take cremains and they can spin it into the glass they weave, um, again, to make paperweights. And so there's so many things and we bring it up not to overwhelm families, but we try to go down and just give them the option. So when they walk away, they can't say they didn't know. So whenever I, you know, when I went to broadcast school and I, maybe I've said this on this program before, but I was always trained that whenever you open a microphone or record anything, or you're on the air, make news sure did you make news today that's what they'd always ask and you're like well i don't know if i can make news did you report news make news you just made news 
Uh, I, I never, I mean, how would anybody know that? And the only way they know it is because you shared it. So Joe Blow walking down the street would never know that, right? Uh, and the way they learn that is through you here. And that's really uh, powerful, including all of these things of personalization that maybe people didn't think were possible. Yeah, there's another thing too. I haven't done it yet, but you can take creamines and make them into rocks now. And the rocks then are given out as keepsakes. And so that's intriguing. It's, you know, I'm, I'm always open for all these new, new ideas and such. And my dad would always shake his head. I might have said that before to you. He'd say, that's why I can't retire is because there's always something new in this business. And there is. And so it's, you, you got to keep in mind what might not be for you might be for somebody else. And so what I always try to teach here is that do not use your personal bias to others. Make sure they get all the choices so they can walk away being informed. I think that's a great point. It's very personal uh, for each individual. And it's also good to keep your personal opinions to yourself on the same token and let that personalization really occur. Great program here today. Lots of good information to learn and to have people consider. And this is going to play into what I think our next podcast will be next month, which is on pre-planning. And some of these things, now that people are aware of it, this is a perfect segue into what will be our next podcast. Everything here is simple. We're just trying to create um, healing events that will pay tribute to their loved one and will create a foundation for them to heal off of. And it's just simple philosophy, but it works really well. That's great stuff. Be sure to check out O'ConnellFuneralHomes.com, locations in Hudson and Baldwin. Also on the website, check out Mike's Corner. He has blogs and other types of things. Words that capture your loved one is one of the most recent that was posted on July 23rd. So I'm sure there'll probably be another one before this program posts. But be sure to check that out because he's adding things consistently. And it's a very, sorry to work the cliche or the uh, pun here, it's a very personalized website uh, and the things that you can learn from here under Mike's Corner and all of the other services that are provided. So be sure to check out O'ConnellFuneralHomes.com. For Mike O'Connell, have a great one. Thanks, everybody.